Welcome to When Wit Happens by yours truly, Wit West. This is a podcast to help you celebrate life even when stuff happens. Around here, we focus on living our best lives in whatever way you see fit. Welcome and take a load off. Let's get started. inspirational moment comes from Matthew 6 chapter 34th verse therefore do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself each day has enough trouble of its own the podcast today and we actually have a guest on today we're going to be discussing surviving valentine's day as a single person and i'll let our guest introduce herself hello 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 uh i am yasmin sabu of darkerberry.com i am a lifestyle blogger and i also blog about fashion and hair and stuff yeah. <laughs> All kinds of stuff. So actually, speaking of the hair and stuff, we actually met each other at a blogging conference when we were both all throughout the natural hair scene. Um, we've both kind of gone <laughs> different ways um uh, with that, but still have it as part of our content. But you know, both of us were in the um DMV area, as you know, I've moved to New Orleans now, but we had the same type of experiences with dating in that area. Um, so I figured she would be the perfect person to come on here and talk about being single and Valentine's day and how to kind of deal with that, you know, whether it's positive or negative. So, um, what do you, what have you done for the last few Valentine's day? I know you were in a relationship um, not too long ago, did that clip, did that like go through Valentine's Day and then end or was it like right before Valentine's Day or? No. So my last, uh, my last relationship, it ended, uh, that was July okay. of 2000, that was 2016. Hmm. So yeah. So last Valentine's Day, I was single and kind of miserable, you know, to be completely honest <laughs> and transparent. Oh, yeah. But this Valentine's Day, I'm feeling I'm feeling a lot better about myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like especially you're in a long relationship, so it's like when you go through that first year, you kind of have to hit all the milestones of that change before you kind of get it through your system. Like even Definitely. though it months before it was still the first Valentine's Day or the first New Year or the first birthday all that kind of stuff. You have to get that out your system. So what did you do last year? Yeah. So I was with my ex for seven years. So it definitely was a complete void in my life, not to have a significant other on some of these major, major holidays and everything. So I, I actually ended up being sick on Valentine's Day, so I took off work and everything, but I felt better later on that night, and then my friends invited me out, so we went to a restaurant in Georgetown, so that really kind of brought my spirits up, and it did make me feel better. I mean, food always 
food and wine <laughs> always make me feel better about life. Yeah. And I'm very grateful for my friends that they were able to, you know, just kind of be there, be the shoulder that I, I needed. Because, you know, trying to get over a relationship or, or just heal from it is a long process. So yes. I was definitely grateful for them to have that shoulder to lean on. And that's why I really kind of embrace the idea of Galentine's Day. Like yes. At first, when I was in a relationship, I used to think that was so cheesy. And I'm like, all these single people need to get away from Valentine's Day. Like, take your single self home. Let the couples have their day. Like, go home and watch your Lifetime movies. Have your tub of ice cream. Like, oh, I used to, I think I even you did a whole, oh, I did a whole post i think it was called um keep your single self away from my valentine's day girl no I, I, yes i did i i went in on all of the single folks because while i was in my relationship um most of my like best friends they were all single so they're okay. all like complaining you know you know they're saying whatever oh i wish i had a valentine's all day and i'm looking at them like mm, sipsy i got my man over here so um <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't got no complaints i know he's gonna come home with flowers or candy we're gonna go to a nice restaurant so i was enjoying life until right. i found myself single the following year and now i'm all sad and <laughs> sick and talking about I hate men and at that time I was also on like all those trashy dating apps yeah. and of course I was just being like just oh those apps are horrible and I don't was, know why oh my gosh and I found that being on those apps was worse like in the yes. beginning of the year and it's like you really kind of want to meet somebody over the holidays because you know you even single or just out of relationship or whatever during the holidays you're like I want somebody to be caking with while I don't got nothing to do because you don't got work to distract you or whatever and so you meet these people and then they act real funny because they know Valentine's Day is like in a month and a half so you don't ever have nothing that's solid and concrete at that point because people exactly. are real sparse at that time exactly and even now, just my my mentality for Valentine's Day as a single person is to just like not look into it so much or not mm -hmm. not go through the grieving process of, oh, I wish I had a man or start texting all the dudes that are saved in my phone like, oh, hey, hey, how you doing? <laughs> like, oh, a week before Valentine's Day. Like, no, I'm not. I don't want to just have anybody. I don't want to have someone just to have someone. I want someone that is special to me that I really care about that I'm really interested in. So I'm not going to let Valentine's Day pressure me into just hanging out with whoever is available to me. Right. So I'm going to, again, lean on my friends and really continue to embrace this Valentine's Day because last year it really did make me feel better. It brought my spirits up. So this year I'm going to go see um, 50 Shades with my best friend. So we're going to do dinner and movie and then go see that. Oh, that sounds fun. Like I need to, I actually don't have plans for this year and I can't remember honestly if I did anything last year, but for like the years before that I would have the Galentine's Day thing. So I think because they had fallen like on or near the weekend um, for those years before that, we would just get together and like cook or order food and just kick it. Um, most time, I think it was at my house or another time it was at a friend's house. We would just hang out, have all the bad food. We weren't even talking about men, but other than, you know, typically when women get together at some point, 
something's gonna right. come up about some dudes you talking to this dude or tell us this tell us that other than that but it wasn't like a you know a pity session or anything so we yeah. would just pick it and hang out and have that time to like get together and it was actually like a cross section of like some of my friends anybody who I knew wasn't dating anybody at that time I would invite them over to just come kick it and eat and all that kind of stuff so those were like really fun to do and I think last year mostly everybody was in a relationship um and I think maybe me and my coworker just went out or something that day and got food so this year I think I might do something similar you know I just got here so I don't have like a whole like group of friends that I can kick it with but one of yeah. my coworkers is cool so maybe I'll be like oh we should go to happy hour or do something on that day the whole city is gonna be a hangover from um from Mardi Gras anyway um and most people won't be at work so I don't have to deal with people getting gifts and stuff because even though I'm not like a flower person because I'm allergic but sometimes seeing people like get stuff it's like a bummer it's like dang I want to get something too <laughs> you know like it's that feeling of seeing people opening gifts on Christmas and you don't have no gift or opening gifts on their birthday and you be like I like that too <laughs> but Sometimes just seeing it, even if you aren't in a down mood, it's like, dang, I, w I want an edible arrangement. I like pineapple. Yeah, and and honestly, social media really kind of just like rubs it in your face a little mm. bit because, of course, those people that you follow that are in relationship, they're going to post whatever cute bullcrap their bays may have gotten them and it is really going rubbing your face and like oh he took me to this nice restaurant oh and then don't let me see a valentine's day proposal where he oh. didn't got all the flowers is rose petals and candles <laughs> and chocolate and you know and stevie wonder playing in the background and then beyonce show up too and then he get on one knee and then it's just like angels and and just beautifulness happen. I don't want to see none of that. Like, I really, I don't. I don't I don't need that in my life. I don't need that on my feed. I I will probably unfollow you because I I don't want you to get engaged on Valentine's Day and it'd be beautiful because I want to be engaged to somebody and I, I'm, I'm going to be a hater, so. Right, and it's it really, know. to be honest, it's not even that much hate. Like you say, like, it's a little bit of hate, but sometimes that is self-care. Like, I understand that you're, that people are excited, but sometimes they take it to the max. It's like, dang, like, can you chill out a little bit? Like sometimes you can overdo like you're happy. <laughs> and I, and that sounds so bad, but like, yeah. I don't want to see whatever it is. Like I saw somebody I know, um, they crossed, um, at a certain point, but when they crossed it, my timeline was full of pictures for weeks I had to like, okay, unfollow. I, I just can't have a timeline full of that one thing because while I've been in my organization for years. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? But I just yeah. don't want to see that all the time. Just like with that, if you, and especially if it's something that you do want, like, yeah, I want to be engaged. I want to be married. I want to have my person. And so if I'm seeing like, dang, I'm the last of the Mohicans. Like, and you see the ring and they just touching their hand like, oh, look at my nails. Look at this. You know, those glamour poses where every pose suddenly has your hand in it. Girl, you might have to unfollow for self-care. Right. And it, But it's just like on the flip side of that, I completely understand being 
you know, waiting for something or being with yeah. someone and then actually having that special moment kind of happen to you because if God favors me enough to send me that man that does all those nice things for me, oh, I'm going to be We're going to be the same person we talking I'm about. I'm going to try to outdo every extra social oh media gosh. proposal I have ever seen in my life. I will probably have this dude repropose to me if the angles ain't right, if my, if my hair is out of place. And it's just like, I'm just going to be extra like that. And you know, all my friends, they, they know who I am. They, they, they know me and they have come to accept me. So when that time comes, I'm just, I, I need the world to just be ready. And Girl, if you have I to unfollow wait. me for a week, I mean, go ahead, do, do what you got to do. Girl, no, it's, because of this conversation, it's just going to be, it's going to be so exciting for me because I'm going to be like, Girl, this is what we said we weren't going to do, but <laughs> look at you. Just like, girl, that's what it's gonna be. Cause just like when you said you was hating on um Valentine's Day, and now that's your jam. Yeah. When you yeah. get engaged, you are gonna be like, um, Facebook. Is there a way that I can um turn everybody's cover image into my proposal video? Thank you. Can you show this on everybody's timeline? You are gonna girl. be buying ads for from the blog page. Man. I'm gonna become a hacker. I'm just gonna hack everybody's account and post me on it. It'll, it'll, it will be ridiculous so i hope future bay is ready for me being extra girl yeah if he if you make it that far he know who you are he know where you're exactly exactly it's just like when you know the person that you're with you just learn you just learn it you just you learn to deal he with accepted. it he gonna have a camera crew he gonna have sent you to have your you know your hair done he gonna have your order from um the website ready for you with your perfect dress exactly. and all your stuff he going to have it together for you, girl, because he going to know how you are. And if he don't act like he want to know, your friend's going to tell him. Right. Um, and if Future Bay is out there listening to this podcast at the moment, please contact my best friend, Tamisha. She knows all of my sizes, all of the favorite colors that I like. So please refer to her so you can get the right thing. So I'm going to be mad if you don't. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like she she knows all of my Pinterest boards, the ones that you should refer to if you need to pick out a ring cuz I have all those mm. picked out. I have my whole entire life picked out on Pinterest. So, girl, yeah, refer you, to her. you are the Pinterest queen. <laughs> <laughs> With planning life, girl. I, that yeah, I wonder now that you speak of like these engagements and stuff. You remember at Christmas that whole debate about that ring? that $29 ring oh yes girl wasn't yes. that crazy that was definitely that oh man that had a couple of my Facebook groups really kind of like round up because then you know everybody goes into the whole financial aspect of mm -hmm. it like oh if he loves me he will give me a better ring and on the flip side of it is if he love you shouldn't you be looking at just the the value of the marriage itself and not the value of the material ring. So I'm on that discussion. I kind of fell on just um, the marriage and the relationship itself, mm -hmm. because although I have the tendency to be as extra as my pockets will allow me to be, uh, I'm not at all materialistic. So right. 
And even when I was with my ex, like when we actually had the conversation about marriage and engagement and everything, he told me that he really thought that I would be the type of girl that would want some $10,000 ring. Mm. And I'm like, dude, I drive a 2001 Nissan Altima. If you got $10,000, buy me another car. Not no ring. Like, sir, come on now. Let's 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 put our priorities in order. And we even considered doing like a ringless proposal because I don't even I don't wear jewelry. Like right. I don't wear a lot of jewelry at all. And we thought about even getting like tattoos um, instead of getting rings. So I'm I'm uh, I'm not so traditional that. You know, I would definitely want a certain type of ring. I mean, a ring would be nice. I, you know, I, I'm not going to fake like I don't want one. Right. But I'm definitely open to alternatives to a ring. But to me, the, the marriage and the relationship that I have with that person is far more important than any material symbols of that love. That's true. And I feel like, yeah, that ring, to me, that, that ring was just ugly. So <laughs> I would expect... <laughs> Um, Bay to know that that is not the um, ring, even the cheap ring of my heart's desire. Um, but I just, I can't hate on anybody who does have that standard because I, you can put out there what you want. It's not, you may not necessarily get it, but you can have that standard that you need somebody to save up two or three months of their pay to buy you a ring. But to me, I feel like I can get a nice looking ring. I don't wear jewelry that much that doesn't have to cost thousands of dollars. Exactly. And we can use that money to, if you got thousands of dollars, I got some student loans we can pay. Hello. We can put Hello. that towards the fund to get a house. But at the same time, if you have enough money where you can give me a nice ring, we already got, can get the house and we can do all those other things. That's fine too. So I can't yeah. hate on it. But if there was an and either or choice, not saying that your money is just funny that you can only afford a $29 ring, then we have other concerns. But um, I, I can put that money elsewhere. I'm just cheap with everything anyway. I don't even want to have a wedding because I feel like they're super expensive. And so I'd rather just elope mm -hmm. and go on a nice honeymoon because mm -hmm. that time is going to be important. But so. I follow, there's an Instagram account called um, Bella Naja, and mm -hmm. it's it's like an, um, a page, and it has like Nigerian, um, it's usually uh, Nigerian or, or African weddings, and every time I look at that page, I'm just like, yo, how much did you spend on this wedding? Because... Number one, if it, if your wedding is at a hotel, I already know it's it's at minimum five thousand dollars at minimum because to get the room, you gotta have you know the decoration, uh, food because mm -hmm. most hotels they would want to like have their in-house chef prepare it, yeah. or or you can get like a caterer from outside, you know, hire an official caterer, not right. just have your mama in them, yeah, just make dinner plates for everybody. Yeah, they gotta certain specs, so they're gonna be a certain price your wedding planner then you have to have av there because you got all these lights and all these like colorful things going on so i'm just like and then that's just the actual wedding day god knows how much you spent on engagement shoot wedding shoot and photographer wedding photographers are expensive i just so man it so the the i 
I'm I'm completely flabbergasted at how much it really costs to have those Instagram perfect type of weddings. And yeah. I refuse to go into debt for a wedding. So hopefully, you know, I'm creative when that time comes for my wedding. No, you not not hopefully. I will be creative mm-hmm. when that time comes for me because I will not go into debt just to throw a party, which your wedding is just a party. It really is. And somebody was saying like, oh, you know, people you, people should sell tickets <laughs> to their weddings. Like you buy oh, that's funny. every other concert. Because <laughs> like I'm paying for y'all to come celebrate me. But I was like, I'm not going that far. I'm just not going to have it. Yeah. Um, and then if I have to choose, you know, if, you know, if I really got to look at my finances and kind of choose, I would rather spend more on my honeymoon mm-hmm, than mm-hmm. on my wedding. Cause if you really think about it, like on your wedding day, you got, it's going to go so fast because you're in this beautiful dress and then you have, you have an itinerary that you got to follow. You know, there's a certain mm-hmm. order of, you know, okay, that you do the church part. Okay. I do, you do, we both do. Uh, then you got the reception. Then there's a series of people who probably have to speak. Then you got to do the dance. Then you got to eat. Then you got to walk around and say hi to everybody. Everybody's going to want to take a picture with you. So mm-hmm. you don't get to enjoy your wedding like if like your guests enjoy it. So you're moving around the whole time. And you forcing to smile with <laughs> long-lost cousins that you ain't seen in like 13 years. So you enjoy yourself more on your honeymoon. So yeah. I personally would want to spend more on just that private time with me and my new husband as we, you know, celebrate our union than to spend $30,000 on a wedding and just have people talk smack yeah. about my flower arrangements because <laughs> they don't like it. Like if it's an episode of um, Four Weddings or something. Man, I agree because most people I know who've had weddings like recently, they all tell me that they never ate at their wedding. Like, because they're so busy moving around. So they don't even get to enjoy the food. So they're walking around hungry, supposed to be going on this timeline, dancing, and people late. And it's just a mess. And I just don't want that stress to even happen. Yeah, I, I I definitely subscribe to a stress-free lifestyle. Yeah, and, and it's like, for what? And like you said, for like the Instagram thing, it's, you kind of have to just put stuff into perspective. Like, what do you really, why are you really doing this? Or like the people with Valentine's Day coming up, it's going to be people who pretended, remember, was it last year or the year before? The people all posted like the same image, like, oh, I got these flowers, like they stole it from each other. <laughs> or something they were like fake posting like oh look at my valentine's day gift but it is it really that important is somebody really gonna judge you because you didn't post a valentine's day gift like you're less of a person but i guess that's how society is like you have to be attached to um a man or something to get some validity because i think who was it somebody posted something the other day oh i think it was um exo nicole she said, oh, you can have, you know, a snatched body, a snatched job, you know, traveling the world or and blah, blah, blah. But then the next question going to be, but where your man know? Yeah. Well, so I guess people, that is, especially with social media, they feel that like is, they got to. That is so true. And it's like, on one hand, society already creates certain standards for us. But then on the other hand, we as a people, you know, we feed into it and then um, we really kind of subscribe to these standards to the point where it becomes, where it starts to stress us out to the point where people do kind of 
people do end up faking it for the gram. I know plenty. I follow plenty of accounts where, you know, I may know the, these people in real life, but based on their Instagram life, you would think that their relationship is perfect. They're also happy or anything, but it's just like when we talk offline or in person, they're not so happy. There's infidelity happening. There's mm. other uh, issues that they're having in their relationship. So people will fake it till they make it as long as they can so if you're indulging in social media on a daily basis like myself you do have to kind of take things in perspective like don't think that the grass is always greener on social media that grass might be dead and rotten and they just covering it over with some green carpet like that is just that is not organic grass right there that is just some straight up green plastic that they didn't put over the lawn to make it to make it look pretty so don't think that somebody just because someone posts a nice picture oh their actual relationship is is happy yeah it's like you had to think of it like a snapshot things can change before it could have been different five minutes before it could be different five minutes after and that kind of reminds me of my job like we would send people bills like for the university I worked at and people would say oh well I, I paid this we're like but the statement you have is a snapshot in time since you've paid, your account is different. It's not what you go back and see. And it's like the same thing with relationships and posting this stuff. Five minutes before, they could have been fighting. But if they have a large following on Instagram or whatever, and they getting this check for posting, or if they just like to keep up with the Joneses on the internet, they're going to post that they're so happy or an old picture or something. And it's going to have you feeling like, your relationship sucks or you need a relationship like theirs and you're coveting something that's not even good. Yeah. And that's why you really have to evaluate like how you look at people's like hashtag uh, relationship goals and everything, because just like how we can follow um, celebrities relationship. And then you'll, you'll look at one couple and you're like, Oh my God, they seem so happy, but how come he cheated on her or, mm-hmm. you know, what's happening with this? Like, like I was personally offended when um, Kevin Hart cheated on, on his wife. Like when he had mm-hmm. his whole thing, I felt like it happened to me personally. Like I was offended and I'm like, he done got this, this, this new wife. You're supposed to be a better man. We all love you. We were all rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. And now here you go, making the same mistake that you made in your last relationship. And, and honestly, and looking now, at her body language, I'm like, I don't think she's happy that she's with herself that she stayed because she put up that front as well on Instagram and all over that their relationship was perfection now. Like he found his queen and then to find out you pregnant now and you're going through the same thing ex-wife went through. Yeah. So it's you really have to be careful with you know with how you're indulging on this content that people are putting out there like just because they took five seconds of smile for this picture or you know did some little video don't you know and and relationships are not um are not Mm one-dimensional you can be happy one second and then have like a full-blown out fight and then somebody walks out but then the next day y'all can you know y'all can't be happy so relationships do have their ups and downs but definitely see that social media you know people do try to portray their best self on social media and i'm all for that you know by all means, I'm not going to purposefully post the ugly picture of myself <laughs> right. now. Like, oh no. 
But, you know, as for the viewers out there, you really want to, you know, don't try to think that you have to emulate or follow someone else's relationship and trying to make that your personal goals because that's just one aspect of of their life that you're saying you do not see what's going on behind closed doors once the phone get put put down so you really got to be careful with that yeah so i would say for people to like if that's a problem for you and you know you get sad off of social media so take some time to unplug if you need to um at the beginning of the year or whenever you need to take a day, even hours, you know, if you need to be off social media in general to kind of get your ground. And if Valentine's day is a trigger for you, I would try not to log on that day. Just, I know the Facebook algorithm and Instagram is going to show you for the next three days, but maybe take that rest of the week off. If that's going to be that, you know, triggering for you and you, and that's something, you know, or you feel yourself getting sad when you get on and you look at it, then you might just have to take a break. And honestly, I think we all should be taking, you know, daily breaks or weekly breaks on from social media anyway. Like if mm-hmm. you feel, you know, if you're, if you're anything like me and I'm, I'm always on social media, which, you know, I'm on multiple platforms a day and I really have to tell myself or schedule to just have a day or, uh, you know, maybe not a full day, at least like 12 <laughs> hours. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to the people, you know, where I just kind of put my phone down and maybe actually, you know, like read a book or just listen mm-hmm. to music or something. Just, you know, you really need that time away from apps and away from indulging into other people's lives and just kind of, you know, find some calm and peace within yourself before you kind of start back into it. Cause it, it, it's, you can easily get sucked up into someone else's life. Right. Yeah. I think we all do need to, to kind of do that. So I know we were talking about people envying like other people's relationships. So how do you feel about when we're talking about all of this is going to happen on Valentine's Day and people are going to be posting their relationships, posting pictures with their boos. Do you think there's any merit to keeping your boo completely off social media? Yes. So while I was with my ex, I waited until we hit our five-year anniversary before I ever posted him, posted him, just because I know that once you start posting uh, a boyfriend or a significant other, uh, people get really, people get really invested. People really get invested into your life once you start posting it. So I, I took my time to post my boyfriend and then, and even when I posted him, I just posted us like, um, we ended up going, doing like a Baltimore boat tour for our, um, five year anniversary. Mm -hmm. And that was all, you know, we took a, we have matching little outfits. It was (laughs) was sick, but, um, (laughs) you know, I posted that picture just to kind of like introduce him to the world. Like, Hey guys, I have, I've been in a relationship for the last five years (laughs) in case you didn't know. And then that was kind of it. I wasn't one of those constant posters type of people. So I usually posted him during like major events, anniversaries, or really, really special dinners or anything like that. Because I felt like the people who really needed to know about my relationship, which is, you know, my circle of friends, they all knew about it. And, you know, because they all hung out with us or they came over to our house and everything like that. But once we broke up, it's like I kind of felt 
obligated in a way mm-hmm. to post that, oh, hey, you know, hashtag single and all that type of stuff. And then because of everything that I kind of went through with the relationship, that's when I really started to kind of open up and uh, talk about the relationship on my blog. But social media can be detrimental to relationships if the people in a relationship don't talk about you know, how they feel about it and their social media usage. But, mm-hmm. but, so I posted him, you know, a couple of times and he didn't, he never posted me, mm. like he never posted me, but I, I personally didn't have a problem with it. I did okay. not have any problems with him not posting me. Cause to me, it wasn't that deep. Now we did have an issue because there was one point where he posted like a selfie image of one of his female friends and I felt some type of way about that because I feel like it would have been different if it was a picture, like a group picture. Maybe right. he went out with his friends and they're all in the picture. And then that's cool. But you posted like a single and it wasn't he didn't do like a WCW or and it wasn't it wasn't even her birthday or nothing. So it, it was just kind of like a, a random, random day and mm-hmm. it was a random picture of him, of of this girl. And I'm just like, wait a minute. I've been your girlfriend at this point. We have been together for six years. I've been your girlfriend for six years and you don't have not one picture of me on your Instagram, but of all the solo pics of girls you, you want to post, you choose to post her and not me. So I felt some type of way. And then he kept, you know, he kept giving me like BS answers basically. And then he didn't post a picture of me until there was one day that I was just like, really upset at him and I just was not picking up the phone I just cut off all communication even though we were living together at this point Mm -hmm. but it's just like because we used to talk throughout the day and and then he finally posted a picture of me but it was you could tell he did it just trying to smooth things over and trying to be apologetic so I really didn't like that so in my next relationship I plan on really keeping it completely off of social media until we like I'm just going to pop up married on everybody one day. Like, <laughs> oh, hey, me and Bay, we, we, uh, we is married now. So I, I and it, you know what? Speaking of posting, so I follow, I have, a, I'm not going to say a friend because we ain't, we ain't that cool, no shade. But <laughs> there's a girl that I went to um, college with. I follow her on her Facebook and she was in a relationship with the guy. Mm-hmm. And she constantly constantly posted him like and they even did like a professional photo shoot during the holidays and it was just it was relationship overboard she posted and might i say they were a very cute couple they seemed to be you know both of them were like professionals i forgot what kind of job they had but you know they were you, they were like black excellence, hashtag black love. Like it was just so beautiful. But granted, she posted him too much, but it was just beautiful to see. And then, and this was a new relationship too. They had only okay. been together a couple of months. So then let's say maybe like six, six or seven months go by. And then you see the long post with the scripture mm. at the end of it. We're like, oh, you know, I can do, you know, God is going to send me the right person, blah, blah, blah. You know, you know how that goes. Yeah. And they were already broken up. So then I'm just like, now I feel like you need to tell me specifically why I broke up because watching your, your Instagram and your, um, your Facebook was kind of like watching a reality show where yeah. you were at the reunion now. And it's just like, I need to know what happened because, you know, 
there's time that happens between the the finale of the season and then the the reunion. The reunion. There's like at least like two months worth of time that goes between that or a couple of months or something. So things can happen in between and people can break up. And now at the reunion, we need to find out why y'all broke what up. Happened? What happened? Did he cheat on you? Did you cheat on him? Did did he slap you? Did she, you know, did she cuss out your mama? Like what really happened? I I have answers. Like, I mean, I have I have questions. So you need to give me some answers to to what's what's happening here. You're right. So, especially if you you used to it and you're looking at it, because even if you like don't even like not that you don't care about somebody but you so used to seeing it when you don't see it like i found myself sometimes when i don't see somebody posting um like their significant other or mentioning them again i start scrolling down their page or looking on their page like mm, did something happen did i miss something yeah you know it could just be that they kind of like took a break from posting or they've broken up but it's like, yeah. dang, have you seen anything from this person? I haven't seen anything, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh, what happened? Y'all was just so yeah. all over the place. And I actually, I had, I was trying to talk, I was trying to talk to this dude. Lord <laughs> help me. And we, you know, we were cool. And then, you know, we, we went out on a couple of dates. We hung out and, you know, we talked about relationships and he was like, oh, I'm not ready for a relationship. But the next thing I know, he popped up on Instagram with a whole girlfriend, mm. like not a half a girlfriend, not a but quarter a of a girlfriend, but a whole entity of a girlfriend. And all his friends are like commenting. I, of course, I go investigate through all the comments like a psychopath. And I'm reading through all the comments and all the friends are like, oh, we can't wait to meet, to meet her. You guys look like a beautiful couple. And that's all great. So then two months later, he's hitting me up like, oh, hey, how you doing? I'm like, oh, hello. Like, how may I help you? What Do you have the right number? And then before I respond, I check the Instagram. And of course, the picture is already deleted because... Mm obviously they're not together anymore and it's just like you know we live our lives on social media and it's just like sometimes we shouldn't you shouldn't put that much stuff out there but if you do put stuff out there be ready for people to question you about it yes. now you don't have to answer the question because by all means you're not under any obligations you don't owe anybody anything but don't be surprised when people start asking you about things that you openly post about so don't say oh y'all need to get out of my business no you put us in your business yeah. by posting the things in the first place so that's that but my policy don't post him until y'all married or until it's your 50th wedding anniversary. Right. Until at some point. So this Valentine's Day, I hope we don't see any new one week relationship posts like, oh I love them. You know, because by um Easter. Y'all might not be together. So <laughs> <laughs> we need to have Let's, a probation period of relationship for our own mental health and for them. Let this weather start uh, acting right. <laughs> Let us have like five consecutive days of 50 degrees or better, and then everybody's relationship is over. Then it's hashtag summertime fine. Hashtag uh, I've been in the in the gym working on the summer body. Now y'all gonna get the summer body. So and then we're going right back into the cycle of cuffing season. Then we take uh -huh. Valentine's Day, and then it's yep. hot and we sing yep. And and that's and that's our lives now. Like mm -hmm. our lives are, is literally this this cycle right here. That is crazy. Until we bust free, Lord willing, it'll be soon.
not too soon though but won't right. nobody know until we're married so you know it may look like a long time to y'all <laughs> so thank you for joining me today we're gonna have to do this again and maybe talk about just online dating in general or dating in the dmv oh yeah like that so i got plenty um, of stories yes i appreciate you coming on so can you tell the people how to follow you on social media oh of course you can follow me on instagram it's at darker berry and it's berry spelled b-e-r-r-i-e just all one word or you can follow and subscribe to my blog at www.darkerberry.com all right thank you so much thank you Well, today on Twitter, I was entertained by the hashtag, um, why am I single? And that had me cracking up because, you know, Valentine's Day is around the corner. So everybody talking about all that stuff. Girl, I, I think that came up another year. I need to look at that to see. It is funny. What folks were saying. Oh, and then, um, what, did you ever get into Blitter? I didn't. I like never, the app? Yeah, no, I never signed into it. Girl, it was some drama with that yesterday because the founder of it, he went off on everybody on the app. And then we kept getting these notifications, like him cussing people out and like spazzing out. And then so I get on Twitter to see what people were talking about about it. And then it's just like everybody's like trashing him. It's like, oh, he having a mental breakdown. And he was and he literally was having a mental breakdown. And then everybody was like, oh, see, that's what happened when you try to support a black business. And it's just like, you know. Because everybody be complaining because the app, you know, to run a social media app, it takes a lot of effort. It's not like some simple little app, like a gaming app or something like that. Social media is very active and it's just like, like Twitter is a whole force of its own. So if something goes wrong with Twitter, they got plenty of developers and engineers and whatever, whatever IT people they need on their staff to like fix it. Whereas for him, it's just like him and probably like a team of a handful of people. So, it, you know, the updates that that needed to happen in order to make the app more, you know, workable, it wasn't mm-hmm. happening fast enough, which is understandable because it's a small business. But it's just like at the same time, at no point of you as a business person should you ever spaz out on your customers. Exactly. Like you should never do that. Spaz out by yourself at you know behind closed doors but don't ever because it it was a good idea and i and i instantly logged into it because i was like all right well let me just support you know we always talking about supporting black stuff so i'm like let me blindly support because i mean it's not like if i'm paying anything so let me blindly support just because it's black and then now that it's trash i had to do that (laughs) i think that's the thing about some of these platforms it's like you do have to have a starting ground but you have to kind of work up from that like i would say especially if you're gonna try to take something massive like a twitter and like make a subset of it you know where twitter is today after years of development or if somebody tried to create another facebook like starting something like that from the ground up is gonna be difficult you have to do it small even facebook wasn't open to everybody in the beginning Mm-hmm. And a lot of people didn't even know about Twitter at first. It's just growing. You can't like put that out to the masses and you don't have the systems in place to look like the competition. Mm-hmm. Like you can't like, of course, yeah, you can be a small thing, but you have to have a small group and start. It's like, he's trying to build a movement, 
with a platform, but your platform is not up to the movement. Like you can't do that. You have right. to have it built like where you can easily transition. Like you can't fit a whole house into an apartment. Right. Girl. A hot mess. Going off on people and mad about it. A hot mess. Lord have mercy. Thank you for tuning in to When Would Happens, the podcast that lets you live your best life. You can reach out to me at all my social media. I'm Wit Happens 6 everywhere. W-H-I-T-H-A-P-P-E-N-S, the number six, everywhere. Catch you guys soon.